Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Jose Yangwang. Uh, support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards over at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. Episode 144 of Switchcraft is also brought to you by the NES Archive. Head on over to youtube.com slash run jump stomp. That's me. And there you're going to see my journey through the entire library of the Nintendo Entertainment System as games were released in North America. I've probably got, um, I'm not sure how many videos I've got done so far, but it's one video per game. So it's going to take me a long time to finish off, but uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. And the most recent episode came out this morning. That is NES Golf which was made by Satoru Iwata. Uh, make sure that you check it out, because I'm having a lot of fun making it. Switchcraft is recorded live three times a week at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, whatever time I can get around to it. Make sure that you tune in live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, and there you can hang out with the awesome people who have joined me today. We've got Kodiak Moonwolf, Vaxer, Aerslia, Lumberjoke 2, Newt 53, Nintendork 2012, Rezzed TV, and TF Wagner, who's on his second cup of coffee, and of course, The Lurkers. Uh, before we get any further, I just want to take a second and do a big shout out to Lloyd Hannison for helping me. Uh, I have transitioned my podcast from my previous uh, hosting provider to a new hosting provider, and it was a bit of a nightmare, uh, but Lloyd helped me through it and it didn't like he just did it out of the kindness of his heart. And like I, I was lucky I had a snow day yesterday and uh, that meant I didn't have to go to work because the weather was terrible. Um, and I spent all day messing with that stuff and sending him messages on Discord. And what do I do here? What do I do there? And he talked me through the whole process. And it's I, I if you're hearing this then it worked out. And if you're not, well, then you have no idea what I'm talking about. It it seems like it was totally fine for everybody except people who use Pocket Cast. I've reached out to uh, the developers of Pocket Cast to ask them what's up with that. They haven't gotten back to me yet. I am a person that uses Pocket Cast. It's my favorite podcast player. Um, so, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube and you're somebody who subscribes using Pocket Cast, just make sure that you uh, follow the links in the show notes. And uh, actually, you know what we'll do? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the link right now. It, it, eventually, this is going to be runjumpstomp.com. Uh, but right now, until I get everything transferred over, if you want to go to the new site and check it out, it's uh, nintendoswitchcraft.fireside.fm. That eventually will be replaced with runjumpstomp.com. 
because of the way podcasting works, I can't switch it over quite yet. Because if I do, some people who subscribe are going to get left out in the cold. So again, that address is nintendoswitchcraft.fireside.fm. And that's just a temporary uh, URL until I can uh, change the DNS routings for uh, runjumpstomp.com, which then that'll take you to the same place that I just gave you the URL for. All right. Uh, since we got all that out of the way, um, let's see. We've got uh, no new email, but actually, wait a second. I think I, I did have an email, but I just closed it. So let me open up my email and we'll talk about it. Uh, Jacob Otto sent me an email and they said, Ottoman here again. And now that we have Dark Souls coming to the Switch, I am content for now. I have to tell you, though, uh, Run, Jump, Stomp, you need to play this game. I am a huge RPG player, and this is one of the best. I put 280 hours into this game on the on the Xbox 360, and I'm going to do it all over again when and wherever I want. Anyway, back to the topic. Games that I would like to see on the Switch that nobody else is talking about. I know I'm a little late, but here we go. Uh, they want to see Ratchet and Clank, which was a PlayStation exclusive. They want to see Dark Cloud, which was a PlayStation exclusive. Uh, Fable 1, 2, and 3 Remastered, which was originally on Xbox. Harvest Moon, you're getting your wish. We're getting a Harvest Moon um, on the Nintendo Switch. Although, it's funny because the original company that made Harvest Moon, like they don't make Harvest Moon anymore, and it's some other company. I think it's called NIS that makes Harvest Moon now. I could be wrong. Uh, Nippon Ichi Software, I think, and they make Harvest Moon now. And I guess the last Harvest Moon game wasn't that great. I'll tell you this, though, Ottoman. If you like Harvest Moon, then you should definitely check out Stardew Valley. You're probably going to have a lot of fun with that. Uh, they also said they want to see Final Fantasy VII. That's not going to happen, and he even says it's not going to happen. I don't think we'll ever see Final Fantasy VII Remake on the Switch, but we might see a port of the original PlayStation one, which I would be fine with. I mean, they ported it to iPads. I don't see why they couldn't port it to Switch. Uh, they also wanted to see Paper Mario and Conker's Bad Fur Day, which is not a game for kids. Anyway, uh, thank you very much, Otto, for sending me that information and uh, emailing me. I appreciate it. If you want to email me, you can do so at runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can tweet at me at runjumpstomp. You can use voicemail and call and leave your voice. I'll play it on the show as long as it's short. And that would be 260-RUN-JUMP is the phone number. That's 260-786-5867. And, of course, join the Discord over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. There's always a bunch of people there to talk to, so make sure that you join up. Yahoo! All right, we just finished watching the Tiny Build announcement Um they called it their directly to switch announcement. And I'm not sure if they're like, man, that's like toying with like Nintendo might come over and be like, you can't say direct. That's our thing. But anyway, um, so if you want to see all of the announcements, I click, I, I put a link in the show notes that takes you to a blog post about everything that they talked about. Um, I will say this, the, I don't know what it was like on YouTube, but the Twitch stream was not well done like they they had some technical issues um some serious technical issues and i don't understand how that kind of thing happens because 
all you have to, I mean, they were already streaming and everything was working fine. And then the sound went out for some reason. I don't know how that suddenly happens. And, you know, as somebody who's a streamer, I've run into a million technical issues. So I, 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 I kind of feel bad for them for the way it turned out, but I almost feel like they, I mean, they're, they're a company. They should have hired somebody that knows what they're doing to do this instead of doing it themselves. Maybe I'm not sure. Or maybe just drop a YouTube channel. Why, why do a live stream of it? I'm not sure what the, what the idea was there. Uh, but it, it seems to have backfired on them. And I think that what's going to happen is a lot of people aren't going to be talking about their games that they announced. And they're going to be talking about how poorly the live stream was executed. Uh, that being said, I seem to be one of those people who's talking about that. Uh, let's move on to the games that they announced. They announced uh, Final Station. Uh, this game is coming out in February this month, and it looks like a side-scrolling shooter. Um, you are on a train going through the wasteland, and every time you get to a new station, you you get off of the train, and you got to go fight like the zombie horde, and it's side-scrolling. Um, and you're fighting the zombie so the horde. You got to shoot them and punch them and, and things like that in order to uh, kill them to go get uh, supplies, I assume. And then you bring the supplies back to the train and what it seemed like happening, uh, what was happening in the, in the video, it seemed like then you have to decide who on the train gets the, um, um, the, the, the supplies that you gathered. And I'm sure that it'll be a case of there are not enough supplies to go around, so now you have to decide who lives and who dies on the train, which is pretty cool. I think Final Station looked really, really fun. Uh, the next game that they talked about was Cluster Truck. Uh, it's this really weird game. I saw them do like a speed run of it at Summer Games Done Quick which is a fantastic Twitch stream. Uh, but basically, you've got all these tractor trailers all tr driving the same direction. And um, you have to jump from truck to truck to get to this finish line. And there's like these crazy lasers going on all over the place. If you watch the video, uh, which just go to the show notes and check out the video, it looks pretty crazy. Uh, so... I, I don't think that that's a game for me. I think that's the kind of game where I would want to throw something. And I don't want to play that game, I don't think. Uh, the next one that they showed off was Punch Club. I kind of wasn't sure what kind of game it was. Um, it seemed like it was a two-dimensional like uh, pixel art uh, MMA brawler where you fight dudes in a boxing ring. Uh, but then there seemed to be layered on top of it some kind of management game where you're like all right go do 100 jumping jacks and now do some push-ups and you're telling your fighter to go do this stuff uh, really weird i'm not sure what kind of game it is that game comes out in may and i think that i may have forgotten cluster truck comes out in march uh then we've got party hard uh coming out this summer it is a stealth based strategy game where you are going around to loud parties and murdering the party goers and trying not to get caught, uh, which is uh, an interesting concept. Uh, it's not the kind of game that I feel like that I want to play, um, but I think that it looks like it might be a lot of fun. Uh, then they uh, announced Streets of Rogue, which is a procedurally generated roguelike, which comes out later this year. It almost looked like a twin stick brawler. Um, 
I like roguelike games, but I didn't really care for uh, just the the way that the game was shown. Like you eviscerate people and guts come out and stuff like that. And it wasn't super gory or anything because it's pixel art. But at the same time, it just doesn't appeal to me. Like the art, the the not the art style, but the the just the direction that they went with uh, just doesn't really appeal to me. And then the last game that they showed was Hello Neighbor. If you haven't heard of Hello Neighbor, it is a game where you are trying to sneak into your neighbor's house, and uh, and and um, if he sees you. Uh, then you get kind of get kicked out of the house and you're trying to figure out what is it that he's up to. And it's supposed to be like a, uh, a survival horror game uh, where there's a lot of jump scares and stuff like that. But uh, there's no gore in it. And that's the kind of thing that I like. I like it when games can make me feel scared without showing me disgusting things, if that makes sense. Um, so Hello Neighbor is the last game that they showed. I will say this, the one game that I was really, really hoping to see was Speedrunners. Speedrunners looks or is a fantastic game on Steam, um, and I would love to be able to play that on the Switch uh, with the people on my Switch friends list, but it's not there. They didn't announce it, and that makes me very sad. I would take I would I would replace all of the games that they announced with just Speedrunners and. Uh, been really, really happy with the announcement. Um, if you haven't played speedrunners, I want you to think side-scrolling Mario Kart. So you are running around in circles um, and you can get, pick up weapons as you go and you can do things like a grappling hook and you can th- shoot the grappling hook at the person who's in front of you in the race and grab and they pulls them backward and pulls you forward and so you basically switch spots. You can put like walls behind you or you can freeze somebody. And while you're racing, uh, the the level is continually getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And if you are not in the in the lead, you get left behind. So you always want to be next to the person in the lead. And as the uh, the the level gets smaller and smaller, there's less room for people uh, and whoever's the last person alive wins. And I've played that game a bunch of times. It's incredibly fun. And that's what I was really hoping to hear from, from Tiny Build. But we didn't get that. And so uh, I will say this. The games that I'm excited for from this is probably Final Station. And probably just Final Station. I already have Hello Neighbor on PC. I haven't played it yet. I mostly, um, I, I just haven't had time Uh, And, you know, it seems like a game that would be a little more comfortable with mouse and keyboard. I'm not sure. I haven't played it. My son loves it. Uh, So he's probably going to be really excited about this. Um, But I don't know. It's kind of a lackluster announcement, mostly because I don't know what some of these games are like. They didn't do a good job explaining it. Anyway, let's move on. Well, we've probably got the most, well, it has potential to be the most depressing Splatfest ever, and that is Team Money versus Team Love. Uh, pick a side and get ready to splat when the event kicks off on February 16th at 9 p.m. Pacific time. So that's midnight uh, if you're on the East Coast like me. And if money wins, my faith in humanity will be tested. Uh, it's just... I don't know. I, th- I feel like maybe we'd be better off with, uh, you know, what's a better Valentine's gift? Chocolate versus flowers. Of course, 
then you run the risk of having the two colors be brown and green, which is, yeah, at least this one will be yellow and pink, which will look good. But um, I don't know. I think that I think that money is going to win. And I think that if you are on team money, you are going to be fighting against people from team money all the time because there's going to be way more people playing. Um, anyway, the popularity part, not not necessarily whether or not that's going to win like you know, the solo queue or the group queue. But anyway, if you want to join in the Splatfest, which I probably will, because I like the Splatfests. I think that they're fun. Um, then again, it's on February 16th, 9 p.m. Pacific time. All right. Well, last episode, I was talking about how Bandai Namco is supposed to be working on Metroid Prime 4. Uh, and it was a rumor. And I said, I don't buy into it. This, uh, you know, they're looking for this. And, and, I, I I was basically saying I don't think that it's po- it's true or take this rumor with a grain of salt. Well, Eurogamer has now confirmed that Bandai Namco is working on Metroid Prime Four. Well, why is it believable? Well, I'll tell you why it's believable. It's believable because Nintendo had Bandai Namco work on Super Mario, not Super Mario, Super Smash Brothers. Uh, for the Wii U and 3DS. That, that, that was a game made by Bandai Namco. That is one of their highest selling games ever is Smash Brothers. So if Nintendo is going to trust Bandai Namco to work on one of their best selling games ever, then they're going to they're, they're going to trust them to work on Metroid Prime 4 because the Metroid Prime series has not been the best selling games. It's it's uh you know as nintendo fans we're we're big fans of those games we really like them but they just don't sell well i'm not sure why that is uh i think that especially the metroid prime games get compared a little bit too much to halo and you know at the at the time it was gamecube and wii and if you wanted a shooter well you didn't play it on gamecube and wii and uh that's too bad because the metroid prime games are pretty pretty great games um, when, when I said that I don't believe the rumor, it's not that I didn't believe that Bandai Namco would be trusted by Nintendo to work on it. It's that I just didn't like the source of the rumor. Like it was a LinkedIn source. And I was just like, I don't know. It just seems kind of fishy. Now with Eurogamer saying, yes, it's confirmed. Well, that's fine. But at the same time, it's not confirmed by Nintendo and it's not confirmed by Bandai Namco. So we really don't have any more information than we already did. Uh, just that Eurogamer is saying, yes, it's true. Now, most of the time, Eurogamer seems to be pretty good. Uh, they check their sources pretty well. So if they're saying that it's confirmed, then I'm, I'm more, much more likely to uh, to accept that as, as fact. But, you know, still just sit back and you know be a little wary of rumors don't always uh jump in with both feet all right real quick i'm um, not going to go through the whole thing but there was a financial briefing with q a from investors talking to the executives up at nintendo and Tatsumi Kimishima, who is the president of Nintendo, uh this is on page seven he is quoted as saying uh, in response to somebody asking a question, uh, he said, year two is critical in terms of how Nintendo Switch business will expand going forward. Of course, I'm not suggesting that the first year was unimportant, but we launched the hardware. 
sorry, but we launched the hardware last March, not during the holiday season. So we prepared a lineup of major titles thinking our most important task was getting game fans and Nintendo fans quickly on board with Nintendo Switch. I think that they did that. They got it. They good job. All right. Tick the box. All right. Uh, then then he went on to say um, uh, the main feature of the Nintendo Switch is that it can be played anytime, anywhere with anyone. So our focus in the second year will be to continue to release numerous software titles that provide that experience and hammer home the, that concept and encourage consumers to discover their own ways of having fun. We will release a series of products, including some not announced today, and continue to create games like Nintendo Labo that people look forward to playing. Things do not always go according to design in the entertainment business, no matter how much you talk about plans. So let me just say we want to continue to create new and interesting products. I hope you will look forward in anticipation and we will but i like their phrasing there year two is critical and with they plan on releasing numerous software titles which is awesome because the, the 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 question everybody was asking last year when the switch was just going gangbusters nonstop, that we were all asking how are they going to follow this up with hit after hit after hit every single month? There was, well, almost every single month, there was a massive game coming out from Nintendo. Um, and a lot of us believed that and still believe uh, that the reason that this was happening is because you look at the last couple of years of the Wii U and it was just drought, drought, drought. There was nothing new to play. Maybe one or two games a year that were uh, the big tent poles from Nintendo. And Nintendo was just busily working away in the background, getting their games ready for Switch for that first year where it was month after month of hit, smash, hit, smash, hit. It was just awesome games all the time. And a lot of us were saying... What are they going to do in 2018 when they run out of games? And uh, Tatsumi Kimishima is saying that they plan on continue to release numerous software titles. So that really gives me hope. I mean, if he was just going to if, if they weren't planning on having lots of games coming out, then I think he would have phrased it more along the lines of we're going to continue to release high quality software titles, you know, not focus on the number of games. And we all know that Nintendo releases high quality software. They, they almost always do. There's been a few misses, uh, but for the most part, they, they hit the nail on the head every time that they try. And it's because they are, you know, they, they'll take something and scrap it and take something and throw it in the garbage and say, no, we're not shipping that. It's not good enough. Now, a lot like Blizzard does. Blizzard does that same thing. Well, they'll take something they've been working on for a couple of years and just scrap it and say, nah, it's gone. We don't need it. So I like that they're gonna, going to continue to release numerous software titles. And then I know a lot of people are looking at what Nintendo has already announced and they're saying, well, this doesn't seem like numerous software titles, but if you look at most software companies that are making games for consoles, um, even though they haven't announced like anything, I'm sure that they have games coming out this year. So 
just because Nintendo hasn't told us about something doesn't mean that we're not going to be getting that thing. Now, I don't think that we're going to be getting the Metroid game that we talked about. I don't think that's coming this year. I think that's a next year thing uh, at the earliest. I mean, at E3, all they showed us was a graphic. If they had more, to, if they had more ready, they would have shown us more. So I don't think that we're going to be seeing Metroid Prime Four. Will we see Pokemon or not? Again, I'm not sure. I don't think so. You know, I mean, at E3 last year, uh, the CEO of the Pokemon company, you know, he had that quick little video where he's just sitting in his office saying. Yep, we're working on Pokemon for Switch. Stop asking us. Leave us alone. And then he moved, you know, they moved on to show off other stuff. You know, they didn't show anything so far for either Metroid Prime 4 or Pokemon. So I don't think those are the games that are coming in 2018. Um, what is it that we're going to get? Who knows? I, I, I hope that it's going to be something awesome. TF Wagner wants Switch Bowling. Listen, man, if you want Switch Bowling... What I want, what here's what I want from Switch Bowling. I want Waluigi Lanes. All right, I've thought about this before. Waluigi Lanes, it's a bowling game where Waluigi owns a bowling alley. You got to go in there and you, you can bowl, but you can also like run the shop to try and increase your customer rates or something. I think that that would be fun. Uh, Beats Alive says, I would be elated for Animal Crossing in 2018. That seems cool. I would love that. Um, it it all depends on how on on, on how well Nintendo or how happy Nintendo is with uh, Animal Crossing on iOS and Android. Anyway, let's uh let's t hit that lightning round. <laughs> all right, before we do the lightning round, real quick, what I've been playing since the last time I recorded, I haven't played anything. Uh, I played a little bit of Zeo Drifter. I'm working on my review for that. Uh, my full review of Dandara is out, and uh, it's on YouTube, so you guys can check that out. Um, Zeo Drifter will be out soon on the 15th, I believe, so I got five days to get that finished up. Uh, I also received a review code for Run Gun Jump Gun, uh, which is really hard to say. I haven't played it at all yet, but I will be working on that soon. Um, and like I said, there was a brand new NES archive video uh, that came out today about uh, golf for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Um, but most of the time uh, I've spent is been transferring the podcast from my old host to the new host. And I had to I had to touch every single file, every single episode to move it over. Um, so that took up all my game playing time. So I haven't had a lot of time to play. All right. Now it's time for the lightning round. All right, two quick stories for the lightning round. Uh, hackers have somehow managed to get Linux on Switch. So that means that uh, emulation is not far behind. And that is bad for Nintendo because then people are going to steal the games and uh, emulate them on the Switch. And that always sucks. Um, if, if you like a game, then pay for it because developers deserve to be paid for their work. All right. Um, guilt trip moving on. Uh, Doom is getting a patch. Uh, this was announced via their Twitter account. Uh, they said, we'll be releasing an upcoming patch for Doom on Nintendo Switch this month. Uh, we'll f we'll, we will provide full patch notes covering audio issues, menu fixes, and more as we get closer to release. So I'm not sure what the issues are with Doom on Switch, but apparently it's getting patched.
decide to step up to this kind of power, this kind of challenge, this kind of flying, crashing, feeling. When you decide to get serious, there's only one place to come, the games of Super Nintendo. No one else creates this kind of experience, because no one else creates these kinds of games. Now you're playing with power, super power. Well, that is all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed, or a topic that you want discussed, please let me know at one of the ways I mentioned at the beginning of the show. If you're looking for ways to support the show, head on over to runjumpstomp.com support. You're going to find all kinds of links there uh, from my Amazon affiliate link to my wife's Etsy shop, which is no longer on vacation. We're just only selling stuff that we already have made um, until she has more time. Uh, you can, of course, find the link to the Patreon there as well as my Threadless shop where you can buy t-shirts with my podcast logo on it, which is just awesome. Uh, so anyway, thank you to Tom Winter and Noteblock for the use of your music on the show. You guys are fantastic. If I could, I would high-five you. I'm out of here. Have a great day, and I'll see you all on Tuesday. Bye-bye. Switchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the publisher and distributor of the world's largest selection of digital audiobooks and spoken word content. Audible customers can listen anytime and anywhere to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, classics, and more. Get two free audiobooks to start. After 30 days, if you decide to cancel, you get to keep the books. If you decide to stay on, and you probably will, get one book every month for $14.95. In addition, you also get 30% off the price of additional audiobook purchases. Cancel anytime. Your books are yours to keep even if you cancel. You can sign up today for your free 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com audible and directly support the show. 